Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff. And for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider shares a colorful encounter with God. Rainbows are associated with God's protection. And in Genesis, we see that the bow in the sky is a sign of the covenant between God and mankind. It's a beautiful and lasting symbol of God's promise, not only to his children, but to all of humanity. So what does that glorious and radiant colored arch in the sky really represent? Well, that's what we're going to discover today in a message titled, the rainbow. Now here is Rabbi Schneider. In 1982, I had a very unusual experience that sticks with me so powerfully even to this day. It was a vision of the night. And in this vision of the night, I found myself in an attic of a home. It was dark in the attic. There was a window on one side and a window on the other. And from the window on this side streamed into this dark attic, a spirit of life, a living spirit of life composed of all the colors of a rainbow. I approached the spirit of life and I went to the window from which it had come into the room from. I stuck my head out the window and everywhere all I saw was color. And I opened my arms, beloved ones, And I said to the spirit of color and life, come and live inside me. And then suddenly I heard the word eternity hit me in the center of my being. Rainbows and color are very much a part of the visible manifestation of the glory of God. For example, in the book of Ezekiel, when Ezekiel saw the Lord, this is what he said in Ezekiel 128. He was like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day. So was the appearance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. God made the rainbow, and it's a manifestation of his glory and beauty. God made the rainbow. It manifests, beloved ones, his glory and his beauty. Now, before we get into some of the biblical text, let's just look at the rainbow from a bit of a scientific perspective. What is a rainbow? The first thing that we should state is all the colors of the rainbow are contained in white light. What happens is, is that as the light from the sun hits the rain droplets or the water droplets, the water droplets in the rain act as a prism that divides the white light into the seven colors of a rainbow. To say it another way, rain droplets act as prisms that divide white light into the rainbow spectrum. Now, it's interesting that all colors are in white light. And when we think of the light of God's glory, we think of him as what? Shining white light. This gives us a sense of how beautiful God is. Think about what the earth would look like without color. 
It would be lifeless, right? So the rainbow and colors come from God. He's the one that made it. It's interesting also that there are seven colors in the rainbow. Most of you know what the colors of the rainbow are, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Seven colors in the rainbow. In a second, we're gonna talk about the fact that seven is so much of what we see in scripture in terms of God showing how holy of a number seven is. And of those seven colors in the rainbow, three of them are primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. And so think now again of this number, three. We see in scripture that number three, which is the Hebrew word shalosh, it also means completeness, just like seven carries the idea of completeness. So just wanted to point out once again, the rainbow comes from white light, it goes through the prism of the raindrop, which divides the white light that consists of different wavelengths into different colors. The white light hits the raindrop, the raindrop then bends the wavelengths of the white light, and we get then a manifestation of the different colors of the rainbow. Seven colors, three of them are primary. Think about this once again. Seven days in creation. Noah, as he was getting ready to board the ark before the flood, he was instructed to bring in seven sets of every clean type of animal. In the holy temple and the tabernacle, the Lord instructed that there was to be a menorah there that had seven candlesticks burning from it. We read in the book of Revelation that before the throne of the Lord in Revelation 1-4, there are the seven spirits of God. Why are we saying this? Seven colors in the rainbow. In the book of Revelation, we see the number seven used over and over again. For example, there's seven churches in the book of Revelation that Yeshua addresses. Seven seals, seven bowls of wrath, seven trumpets. And the Feast of Tabernacles, that great feast, which every nation in the world will participate in during the millennial period, is made up of seven days. The Feast of Sukkot or Tabernacles is a seven-day feast with an extra eighth day of celebration, but that eighth day is not actually part of the Feast of Tabernacles. It's an extra day added on. So we have seven. We see this through all of God's creation. We see it in Scripture. And then we have what we said were the three primary colors of the rainbow. And I want us to consider for a second this number three in God's Word. So for example, we find that the temple, which was patterned after the tabernacle, had three different sections. It had the outer court, the holy place, and then the holy of holies. And then we think of the patriarchs of the Hebrew Bible. How many patriarchs are there? There's three, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when we get immersed or baptized in the name of Yeshua or Jesus, what are we baptized into? the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh, or the Holy Spirit. We're baptized in to all three. 
Finally, Yeshua rose from the dead on the third day. So I just find it really exciting and fascinating to see these same numbers that are incorporated in scripture into the rainbow, seven colors with three of them being primary. I wanna go back to our primary text for the day. It's Bereshit or Genesis chapter number nine, and we're gonna read there verse number 13 through verse number 17. The grass withers, the flowers fade, beloved ones, but the word of God abides forever. Hear the word of God. The Lord is speaking. I have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind in the earth. And God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh on the earth. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return, and your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835 or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. The rainbow reminds us that we can trust the promises of God. The rainbow was a sign that whenever we see it, we can remember that we can trust God, that he will do what he said he's gonna do. That's why it's so important for us to know God's word and to know what his promises are because we incorporate into our life the fullness of Messiah, his substance, by having faith in his promises. We inherit the kingdom through faith in his promises. So the rainbow reminds us, beloved, that we need to trust and say amen to every promise that God has given his people through Messiah, Yeshua. Speak God's promises over your life. Seize them by faith. The rainbow reminds us to do this. Secondly, and I love this, the rainbow reminds us of new beginnings. Remember, the earth had just gotten destroyed by the flood. But the flood subsided and a rainbow appeared in the sky. And what that communicated to Noah and his family is that it was a time of new 
beginnings. The storm had passed. So I want you to be encouraged that the same God that put the rainbow in the sky for Noah is still putting his rainbows in the sky for you and I, his people today, to remember that when we go through hard times, those hard times will not last forever. That there's going to be a new beginning that you're coming out into something brand new. God is always a God of new beginnings. And the rainbow that appeared after the storm should remind us all that Satan will never have the last laugh. God is sitting on his throne. He's happy and laughing. He's got a great purpose for you and I. There's always new beginnings of him. In fact, we've become, as individuals, even new creations. The rainbow reminds us also in connection with this that something good is gonna follow something bad in your life. You see, our lives are cycles where the Lord brings us through challenges and trials so that we can learn to cling to him by faith when we're going through hard times. But those trials, that challenge, beloved one, that you might be going through right now, it's gonna end, and when it ends, God has something good for you that will follow the challenge that you might be going through right now. Remember, something good is coming. You see, the rainbow is a sign of hope. It's a sign that no matter what happens on the earth, Noah just saw the world destroyed by a flood. He saw all life wiped off the face of the earth, except those animals that he had in the ark. But you know what? The rainbow appeared in the sky. God spoke. He said he would never destroy the world by a flood again. And he had something brand new that he was doing. Something good followed the storm. So I want you to remember and have faith that the trial that you might be going through right now or that you're going to face sometime in the future, it will not last forever. Weeping might come in the night but joy comes in the morning. Another unique concept concerning the rainbow, it's a symbol of innocence. I remember going over my little granddaughter's house about a year ago and she was out on her driveway and she had the different colored chalk that you can paint on your driveway with. And she was painting with that chalk on her driveway, a rainbow. Kids, children, by nature, love rainbows. Rainbows connect us to innocence. You see, the rainbow appeared in the sky in the book of Bereshit, in the book of Genesis, after God had cleansed the earth of evil. Again, why did the flood come? Because the world had become so corrupt it was so evil, God said every thought of man's heart was continually evil, so that God grieved that he had made man, he had to cleanse the earth of all that evil. After he cleansed the earth of evil, the rainbow appeared. All of us should be in prayer that the Holy Spirit would cleanse us of every blemish and of all evil, that we could become as innocent as children. Because Yeshua said, unless we become like children, we shall by no means enter the kingdom of God. The Lord promised to deliver us from evil. Even as he cleansed the earth of evil and then the rainbow appeared in the sky, you and I should continue to pray that God would continuously wash us 
in a deeper and deeper way of every evil motive, everything in our nature that's contrary to him, because he's bringing us to the place of absolute, complete, perfect restoration so that we'll be conformed to the image of Jesus. And the rainbow should remind us of that promise and that place of innocence that the Lord is restoring to us. Most of you know that one of the key concepts biblically connected to the rainbow which God created has to do with covenant. In fact, God said that the rainbow was the sign of the everlasting covenant. Listen to verse number 16 of Genesis 9. The Lord said, whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures. This is a powerful thing. The rainbow is connected to the concept of everlasting covenant. And the everlasting covenant that God has made with you, beloved one, that knows Yeshua as your Messiah, is eternal life. The everlasting covenant that the Lord has made with you and I is the covenant of eternal life to be with him and to know him forever. When we see that rainbow in the sky, we should thank God that he has entered in to a relationship with you and I that is so precious. There's no words that I can use to describe it. He feels everything you feel because he's become one with you through Messiah Jesus. That's why Yeshua said, this blood that I'm shedding for you, when he lifted up that Passover wine, he said, this is my blood shed for you. It was the blood of the covenant. The rainbow should remind us of the covenant that God has entered into with his children. And I love the fact that when Noah looked up and he saw that rainbow in the sky after the rain had stopped, God began to heal the earth. Remember, it had been destroyed. But when that rainbow appeared in the sky, guess what? Healing began to happen. When you see the rainbow in the sky, even a picture of it in a book, I want to encourage you to believe, I mean really believe, that Yeshua is your healer. By His stripes you're healed. Spirit, soul, mind and body in Yeshua, in Jesus, you and I are being made and are complete. The rainbow should remind us of healing, that God's healing spirit of life is extended toward you to heal you. And ultimately, you're gonna stand before him blameless with a brand new body, perfectly complete and whole in him. The rainbow's a sign of love, salvation, healing and covenant. Let's never forget, God created the rainbow. It has everlasting significance. Even in heaven, I believe we're gonna see a rainbow. As Ezekiel saw the Lord surrounded by the rainbow of his glory, I believe you and I will be surrounded by that same rainbow glory forever and ever. 
You're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to take your study of the rainbow deeper on your own, make sure to visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. We have a great selection of Messianic content and resources available, and we even have a variety of rabbis' books and articles for you to pursue. We offer these resources and teaching notes on every episode. We want to share the life-changing message of the gospel with everyone we know. And we want to encourage you, please do the same. It's a big part of our mission here, and we'd love for you to partner with us today. Join us as we share God's truth by equipping the body, mobilizing the church, and evangelizing the world. And now, here's Rabbi Schneider to tell us more. All of us that are in relationship with God have within us the Ruach HaKodesh, the spirit of the living God. Jesus said that his spirit within us could become a well of eternal life springing up so that we would thirst no more. But the key is, how do we drink from his spirit within us? In order to do this, beloved one, we have to die to ourselves. I believe that through honoring the Lord with our tithes and our offerings, we go through an act of denying ourselves, whereby through that act of dying to ourselves, we're better able to live from the life that's within us. Giving to the Lord with our finances has always been a principle that Father's taught for those that have been in relationship with Him. If discovering the Jewish Jesus is being a blessing to you, I would encourage you to honor Father God through this ministry if you feel the Holy Spirit prompting you to do so. Beloved, I want to thank you in advance for your love and financial support. God bless you and shalom. Let me explain how you can respond to Rabbi Today. First, you can go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give a financial gift of any amount when you call us at 800-777-7835 or send your generous financial gifts in the mail by writing to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And then don't forget, we're always looking for people who want to partner with us and to take the compassionate and life-transforming good news of Jesus the Messiah to those who are lost and hurting. So sign up to become a monthly partner online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Together, we really are making a difference in the lives of people around the world. And to express our appreciation for your financial gifts and prayers, we'll send you a copy of our latest newsletter. It's filled with exclusive content, ministry updates, and there's even a letter from Rabbi's wife, Cynthia. Rabbi and Cynthia have such a heart to reach those who do not yet know God and his precious son, Jesus. So please reach out today. And while you're there online, make sure and request Rabbi's free daily devotional. We'll deliver this source of inspiration straight to your email inbox when you sign up at rabbidevotion.com. And now here is Rabbi Schneider once again to speak a blessing over us right now before we wrap up our time today. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter 6, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. 
face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains how God's will in our lives really works. So be listening Tuesday to Discovering the Jewish Jesus.